Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. We're going to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get on with the show. Most gracious Heavenly Father, for such a time as this, we praise you and we thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and your forgiveness. Father, we ask for your protection, that you will keep us all safe and healthy, Make us a little wise. And Father, just hold back the evil one. We thank you for your patience. And we ask that we will have patience in this day. But wisdom, Father. Wisdom. We need wisdom. We ask you to guard and to guide us. Give us a boldness and and courage to know when to speak and when not to speak. To know how best, Father, to follow your ways. Bless today's show, and I ask that you're a blessing on Daniel Turner as he leads Power of the Future and as he walks in his own life, Father. Bless all who are listening and my advertisers, too. Bring them back. Father, may they be blessings one to another. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Cancel culture has gone too far. They've just gone too far. Let me explain. The literal left hates fun. They have absolutely no sense of humor or imagination of extreme sarcasm or exaggerations of life. Breaking news. Cartoons are not real. Muppets are stuffed fabric. And Dr. Seuss' characters are only made-up characters drawn on a piece of paper, set to silly rhymes. Berenstein Bears? Well, the left could have learned a lot from those books. Slapstick slapstick comedy is just plain funny, which is why America's Funniest Videos was a success. The literal left have gone too far, removing Dr. Seuss and now... Peppy Le Pew. Oh, say it's not true. Yosemite Sam no longer has guns. And what's next? Elmer Fudd? You're going to take away his speech impediment? The Keystone Cops. They exhibited careless and imprudent driving. I mean, really, taking corners on two tires while nobody was strapped in, but hanging on. Wiley Coyote Genius was more like a left politician going after Donald Trump. He just couldn't catch him. No matter what or how deeply he baited the trap. Cancel culture doesn't repair any of the faults that the left claim America is suffering. Cancel culture is their tool to destroy. A demolition of all that is good or all that is history. And anything that brings uh, joy or laughter to anyone, that's got to go. That's got to go. Speedy Gonzalez was another favorite. The cancel culture is 
looking at him. They're trying to attack and call him a racist. Methinks the cancel culture cops need to put in a long day of physical work to take their minds off of themselves. Warning signs now on the puppets. Because they make too much money to cancel them altogether. So they're just going to put a warning, a disclaimer. Remember, these are some of the same geniuses who decided we needed warning signs on just about everything. Warning, do not use hair dryer while in the shower. Seriously, it says that. Have you looked at them? Liberals need to get life and quit trying to tweak American culture. Perhaps we need to start a GoFundMe for American culture and save humor for the literal left losers. From the literal left losers. None of my monologue has anything to do with my guest today, but I had to get it off my chest. We're going to welcome Daniel Turner. Daniel, you know, if we go down the road in rural America right now, maybe it's where you are too there, because you're kind of in rural. I don't know. The seasons are a little bit, they're, they're the same, but there's a few weeks difference. It's skunk. It's skunk season here. In other words, it's mating season. And they're not all making it across the road. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I did that or they've, they've taken on some kind of uh, uh, Harry Carey uh, suicide uh, for Peppy Le Pew. But anyway... It, it's just driving me nuts, all this cancel culture stuff. It's it's so ridiculous. And I apologize for taking your time. <laughs> I just had to get it off my chest. I had to get it off my chest. <laughs> no, I think it, it's necessary you do, because one of the one of the strange things about what's happening, especially when it comes to these characters from our childhood, is none of the people pushing this ever reflect and say, well, I saw these things as a kid, and I'm not a bad person. I'm not crazy. I'm not dangerous. I'm not a this. I'm not a that. So if I was exposed to it, why do I think the next generation is going to turn out so much differently? There's very little sense of looking at how you were raised. And I think, I think maybe that's the haughtiness of, 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 of kids who don't have a humility for what their, their parents did for them is, oh, I can't believe my mom used butter. Well, you're alive. So why do you think it's bad for your kids to use it, right? I can't believe parents. Yeah. So no one looks yeah. at how they they survived their childhood. Um, instead, they they like to find all these flaws and say, "I have to protect my kids from the things that didn't hurt me." Well, you know, I, I I'm I'm going to say something kind of mean. I'm not sure the left can claim they weren't hurt by something because something's turned them the wrong direction. They have yeah. absolutely no common sense, no sense of humor. Uh, you know, they can't they can't carry on in life unless they cheat. It's just it's just unreal. Uh, Pepe Le Pew was not promoting rape; <laughs> just saying he, he was a skunk, and that's it. You know, he was he was a French skunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's really more of a of a of a an offense to the French than it is to anything else. I mean, it was a stereotype of the of the most quintessential. Mostly. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly, the French lover, and someone actually joked, which I thought was hysterical. They said Marvin Martian, who was another one of. Uh, um, uh, of, of those char- those cartoon characters by by Mel LeBlanc, 
they said Marvin Martian's whole goal was to destroy the Earth, and we're fine with him, but meanwhile we're offended by a skunk. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's crazy. Uh, the slapstick comedy is all cartoons are about. And, and uh, there's a real famous uh, Bugs Bunny with Elmer Fudd. And, of course, he's going after Bugs Bunny and Bugs Bunny. And Daffy Duck is in that one. And they're raising up signs, a skunk season, rabbit season, duck season. And of course, Elmer's got his gun and he's shooting them and they're... The, you know, uh, Daffy Duck's bill goes all the way around his head and comes back and, and he makes some kind of a, uh, a comment. And, you know, it's, it's slapstick comedy that isn't real. There's no reality in it. I don't think kids learn to go shoot somebody in the head and thought they were gonna have their beak go around their face. <laughs> no, we, we, we don't give kids nearly enough credit for, for understanding that and for, and for laughing along with it and for, uh, it is very, it is very sad what this is, what we've devolved into. And it's sad that people allow it to happen. I think, I think we need to do a better job pushing back of, of, and if, if someone makes some of those comments and says, well, I don't think that should be allowed. Well, I, I think you're crazy and, you know, you're entitled to your opinion, but I'm entitled to mine. Um, I think we're a little passive sometimes in that we allow these things to happen without enough of us saying, well, this is, this is just absurd. Well, I guess, you know, I'm surprised they're not going after Elmer Fudd and, and Daffy Duck and and uh, Porky Pig because they had speech impediments, you know, and going after that as if they were making fun of somebody. It's not making fun of somebody. It, just, it was just funny. That's all it was. It was just funny because, because it was. I hear music. When we come back, we're going to talk about real life, not cartoons, although I'd rather talk about cartoons some days. But Daniel's got some stuff going on. We're going to talk about that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. Visit his website and read the articles there and get caught up. Powerthefuture.com and Daniel and Beth Ann. We're going to be right back. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power of the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radical like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America the lights on. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. 
Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations setting your table is an important part of every meal the patterns you choose say something about you and your family bringing america home with libertytabletop.com or go to my website cseetalkradio.com and click on their link call liberty tabletop at 844-386-2338 use the promo code bethann and receive 10 percent off your purchase libertytabletop.com And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. If we didn't laugh at things, Daniel, we'd just go absolutely nuts. We'd get, we'd get so angry. And I know you've got a little sense of humor. We saw an article that's on Power of the Future that says, You're fracking welcome dot com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's we a were. new campaign that we have launched to talk about the importance of this industry and to hopefully dispel a few myths. I don't think people who who oppose it even know what it is. I don't think I don't think most Americans know what it is, nor should they. Right? I don't really know what an angioplasty is, but I'm not opposed to it. And if someone told me if if I think it should be stopped by the federal government, I would like to say, Well, I don't really know what the heck it is. I mean I've heard of it and I kinda know what it does, but I can't walk you through the process. Fracking is one of those things that evokes such strong reactions from people because they've been brainwashed to think it's bad. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and, and so we want to we want to explain to people what it is, why it's how long it's been around, why it's good, and then how much it generates in terms of jobs, in terms of tax revenue, um, and not that those things should should you know excuse it if it were something bad, right? I'm not saying something bad if it generates money should be considered good. It's not bad to begin with, and on top of not being bad, it actually does an awful lot of good for the community. I don't think people know fracking has been around since the Civil War. Right? It was discovered during the Civil War. It was discovered accidentally um, here in America by Confederates, um, and it was it, it was a, it was an accident. And they realized, oh my gosh, if we put pressure on this, we're able to extract. I think they were looking for uh, elements for for making uh, TNT, for making explosives and gunpowder. 
and they realized that pressurizing the drill could bring out a lot more elements a lot faster. And they thought, holy cow, this is really cool. And since the 1860s, we've gotten better at it and better at it. In the last 20 years, we've gotten really good at it, so much more than the rest of the world. And that explains a lot of our energy revolution, which we are now beginning to reverse under the Biden administration. So we are proud of fracking, and people who don't like it need to know what good it does, and we have to tell them you're fracking welcome when they don't understand. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I understand, because I I understood when President Trump uh, kind of unleashed some of the, the restrictions and things that were going on there that, that we became number one. You know, we need the big finger, the big pointy number one finger for America, but now it's not. Because Biden took over and the left who have no sense of humor, they also have no common sense, and they're doing everything they can. It just seems like everything he's doing is to tear this country down. From the border to uh, the pipelines to fracking, I mean everything. And I'm kind of amazed that people say, well, he didn't run on that. Were you not listening in some of those early debates with just the Democrats against the Democrats and what they were saying? Yes, he ran on doing that. One day he'd say, I'm banning fracking, and the next day he'd say, oh, I'm not going to ban all fracking. I mean, you know, what did they think he was going to do? They kept talking about we shouldn't have a wall, you know, at the border. It seems like the Democrats are all about tearing down this country and making it a lawless country because they're the ones who make the laws that they complain about, but then they blame Trump or somebody else, you know, for being a racist or or being this or being that. Uh, It just, it's unreal, you know, talk about, they need to sit down and watch the slapstick comedy. I think they need a little little bit of reality or get away from their reality and and join the rest of us in in a little nicer world, but. Exactly, exactly. And and realize the importance of of this industry, this industry I am proud to work in and advocate for, um, but but understand what it does for the economy, what it does for national security, what mm-hmm. it does for for rural communities, rural America. Um, you know, we we long time ago talked about those Keystone Pipeline protesters still haven't been rehired, right? I mean, so now they're going on two months without a paycheck, but, you know, eventually uh, this will be considered a good thing. Um, you know, but, but we, we've talked a lot about small coal towns and how they've never bounced back after 10 years of, of, of Obama persecution and the war on coal, et cetera, deliberate action of the federal government to make their industry expensive. Um, you know, so the, the, the energy industry, the, the fracking community, the oil and gas community, They'll be next on those chopping blocks, and there are great little towns, much bigger than these small towns in West Virginia that I visit. But there are whole cities like Midland, Texas, that depend on this one industry. And when that industry is gone, well, who's going to go there? There aren't enough Chip and Joannas to have uh, people move there to have a house renovation because they like the TV show, right? You're moving to those towns because there's a job, because there's opportunity, and when those opportunities dry up. Um, those towns will fall into disrepair and, and and poverty, and houses will be valueless, et cetera. And that's what I see in so many small coal towns across America, and we're trying to stop it from from energy towns. Yeah, we've seen that. That's gone on for a long time, and and uh, it's all because of some of these uh, 
uh, misnomes, um, you know, like the coal industry is filthy, dirty, and we shouldn't have any of it. Um, fracking, there's there's misunderstandings about fracking and, and about uh, uh, nuclear energy. All of these things that people just don't really understand. And so they're against them. <laughs> I'm against it because it's bad, because I heard it was bad, instead of really researching and finding out what it's really all about. And, you know, I still believe in diversity. I think that uh, we can have a little bit of all of it. Um, the uh, green energy that they want, that's never going to stand on its own. It can't. It will not no. stand on its own, ever. No, and, and this is the problem when we're, we're, we're making these decisions not based on the science. And, and the more I think about it, the more I realize people who talk about you know, follow the science, believe in the science, uh, we will put science first, they tend to just be the most political operatives in the room. And, the, and this is all just a lie. This is a ruse. If you really followed the science, you would compare green energy so-called green, you know, the renewable energy to fossil fuels, and you say, well, the science is pretty obvious. Just like the way the science says that all our kids, especially in K through 8, should be back in school, but they're not because it's not yeah. about the science. It's about the agenda, but we talk about the science, and then when we dismiss the studies, we say, well, you know, we're just, we're just careful of the science. Well, that's just a nice way of excusing the fact that you are a political operative and you're making political decisions. Um, and that's the same with the green energy, the renewable energy movement. It's nothing about it. It's scientific. Um, it's all just political nonsense. You know, and I think it goes down this road of trying to confuse people and distract people from the truth. And the truth is that we have the cleanest energy, most efficient energy of any country in the world. And yet we've got the left telling us how filthy and dirty and bad we are, and we're not. Mm-hmm. And then, and then even if you go to that other spectrum, you know, of talking about science, and now all of a sudden science doesn't exist in biology. You know, that's not, that's just been thrown out the window for feelings and emotions. You know, they want you to drive on feelings and emotions instead of common sense and law and order. And those kind of things, you know, and science, <laughs> they don't want any of that. Exactly. It, I think it's all a distraction to tear this country down and to confuse the people and just make them say, well, throw their hands up, I'm done with it, and whatever. And then the, then the Democrats win. Then the left yeah. wins. And we can't have yeah. that. I think you, made, you make a very good point to say to confuse the people also, and that's a lot of where we are. That's where we are with COVID, for example. People are no, just I, confused. Absolutely. What do you? Mm-hmm. So you get both doses of the vaccine, but they still tell you to stay inside if you're over 75 and you should be wearing two masks. And you say, well, then why am I getting both doses of the vaccine? Well, because if you, because then you'll be inoculated. Well, then why do I have to wear a mask? Well, you have to wear a mask. Well, then what? And and there's just confusion. Same with the children. Same with. You're allowed in school, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, but you're not allowed in school Wednesday and Friday, but you can go to band practice, but you can't play basketball. And people are like, well, what's going on with these rules? No one knows what it is. And a lot of this stems from, I think, a real lack of leadership. Leadership is tough, right? As soon as you make an executive, and it's like being a mom, being a parent. As soon as you make the decision, you got to stand by it, and some of the kids are going to hate you for it, but, but everyone knows what the rule is. 
No one wants to make that position, be in that position anymore. So the rules and are it just, has to be the same. It has to be the same. Exactly. Um, you know, and it's not the same. You know, uh, Congress has one set of rules and the American people have another. And uh, that's that's not liberty. And and that's not the way it was ever intended to be by our founding fathers. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, I, I'm fed up with them trying to scare people, put fear in them, confuse them, whether it's uh, the Green New Deal and climate change and the world is going to end in eight years. I don't know. Are we down to seven yet? I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. I can, I can almost <laughs> lay my money on it if I had any. It's not going to happen. Not the way they're doing, but they're going to bring your freedom and your liberty to an end with their craziness and uh, their mandates and their regulations and their removing of your freedom. We're, I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner of Power the Future. And we're going to power up and we'll be back right after these messages. on pages and we have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio this is Beth Ann another article you have on the website there is talking about the Democrats planning on using infrastructure to push their green agenda I, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because our infrastructure is a mess there's no doubt about that but it's not because we're not green enough. I don't think that's the problem. I think it's because people mismanage the money and it goes somewhere else. I know that happens in the great state of Missouri, you know, but uh, I wanted to address that. I wanted you to address that a little bit for my audience. Yeah, this is the effort to really implement the Green New Deal without having to actually propose or vote for any sort of a Green New Deal. So they will sneak in a lot of the provisions of what it wants to do um, through executive action of the president, or they'll just put it into, in this case, infrastructure bill. And we, as you said, there is a need for infrastructure, and there is a need to invest in rebuilding roads and, and paving and bridges, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But if you are the environmental left and you only see the world through the lens of wind turbines and solar panels, well, this is exactly how they will do it. And what they will do is they will try to give enormous tax credits um, for some of these, uh, what they call clean energy transportation and clean fuel. And really what they're just doing is picking winners and losers, right? They will they will begin to um, make it so lucrative for wind farms or for solar farms to be built as part of an infrastructure deal that investors are just going to jump on board, uh, and, and then we will be having taxpayers pay for these things, whether or not they work, whether or not they're needed, whether or not it's good for the electric grid. None of that will matter. It's all about just shoving these things down the American people's throat. Um, and before you realize it, they're just part of the norm, kind of like, as you mentioned earlier, but then kind of like where we are with a lot of these these, these these gender issues, right? I mean, it's been pushed yeah, on us yeah. now literally since the beginning of the Obama year, and now it's just part of the lexicon, and, and no one ever voted for this. No one ever voted for what's happening at the border, right? But somehow it's happening, and, and the American people didn't get a say in this, and that will do the same thing to, uh, to this sort of infrastructure. They will be pushing these green initiatives um, using a lot of tax breaks, using just the enormous power of the president, 
and these agencies, um, and they'll just be pushing these things on the American people without them wanting it, voting for it, deciding on it, and then it'll just suddenly be there. And now when it fails, when it doesn't fail, it will, and it will inevitably fail, as green energy always does, um, yeah. it will be too late, and it will be part of, part of your community whether you like it or not. And I, I, you know, I think, too, when you mentioned shoving it down our throats, you need to understand when they start making these deals, <laughs> whether it's subsidies to build this on your property or whatever the case is, and then the American people end up paying for it, that is taxation without representation. Yes, ma'am. And, and I don't think people really understand that that's what's going on. Every time they make some kind of a deal or sign some kind of a, a people's act or, or whatever you want to call it, you know, this H.R. 1 is a nightmare, what they're trying to do, the federal grab for power, even in the elections. It's just, uh, it's nuts. And the people, you know, they created this this mess with the 2020. It's been going on for a long time as far as elections concerned. But they created that mess. So that they could come bring us in as well, taking advantage of what they'd done. They got caught. There's no doubt about it. They got caught cheating in the election. And uh, so now they're going to fix it so it's not cheating anymore. It's yeah. just the way it is, and they'll never lose again. And it's the same thing with our energy realm. It's the same thing with our farming and agriculture, you know, these subsidies that they throw at everything, whether it's businesses, whether it's this, whether it's that. The American people end up paying for it. And, and you raise a great point with H.R. 1, and luckily from your state you have one senator who is really leading the charge to defeat it, and that is Josh Hawley. And I'm sure he will use a lot of parliamentary tricks to to stop it from moving forward because it is detrimental to the to the health of our of our country if we have a country left if this thing were to pass. And and again, it's, it's not even constitutional. I mean, no, it's completely unconstitutional. No, and this is where the, we have a very uh, complicit and ideological media that helps with this. So if you look at any media coverage, the stories usually say things like Republicans vote to limit voting access. Republicans stop expanding voting rights to others. And uh, rather than say Democrats seek to weaken election security, I mean, you could phrase it in the opposite way, but that's not how they phrase it. Republicans aren't voting to limit, uh, aren't, aren't planning to limit voting rights, but they are saying that if if you want to allow these mail-in ballots, well, then somehow they have to be secured, right? We can't just give them out willy-nilly as we did in the last election because we're still debating them. You know, there is still there there are still cases going on, multiple multiple cases going on. Um, where they are looking at ballots, they are looking at returns. 400,000 have recently been questioned again in Pennsylvania. The Democrats mm-hmm. knew they were doing this, and they knew these cases would take years to work their way through the courts. But between November 7th and January 20th, not even three months. So let's create chaos, and then when we're fighting the good fight of four years in the courts, they will have already enacted everything they want, Right. The Green New Deal, H.R. 1, all of these transgender things we're seeing, this new stimulus bill that only 9% of the money, they're voting on it tomorrow in the Senate, only 9% of it goes towards COVID relief. The other 91% of it, it goes to 
teachers unions. It goes to we're sending $350 billion to San Francisco to help them to, to bail out their pension fund. What does that have to do with COVID relief? Nothing. Mm-hmm. But, but this is what they wanted, and they got it. And they just say, this is COVID relief. And Joe Biden says, this is COVID relief. And the press, this is COVID relief. And we just accept Wait. it at, at, at their word. If he keeps up, we're going to need Joe Biden relief. Because he's taking out these jobs just right and left. Well, in Georgia, I got an article this morning from Newsmax that says that Senate Bill 241 would limit absentee voting to uh, people that were 65 and older, those with physical disabilities, and people who will be out of town on Election Day. So they're trying to hone it in and make it, you know, this is the rule. You're going to stick by this rule. We're not going to let everybody say, oh, I'm afraid of COVID. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And you can just you know, vote whenever you want to, you know. So Georgia's cracking down on it. It hasn't passed yet. But, um, the, of course, the Democrats are against it. Uh, Nikki Marich, she's speaking out against it and says it is, it is to prevent massive voter turnout from happening again. <laughs> you mean all those dead people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, we're trying to, to uh, keep that. So especially minority communities are new voters who are running who are turning 18 and hardworking Georgians. You know, my understanding is that H.R. 1 also has in there about 16-year-olds uh, voting. Yes, they do want to lower the voting age um, tremendously. So they want to make it – now you have to be 21 in many states to even buy a pack of cigarettes, but they want to lower yeah. your voting age to 16. So it's amazing what the government considers good for you, or not even good for you, but they consider you legally competent to decide – and not legally competent to decide. And at 16, you should vote for someone who's going to put ground troops in Syria, which is inevitable. You can see what's happening right now in the Middle East. We're headed that way. But 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 at 16, you're five years away from being able to order a beer at the bar. Uh, wow. I mean, that's that's a big discrepancy, five years, considering you're only 16. That's a quarter you're of, not the, able to make those of your kinds. life. If you're not able to make those kind of decisions, how are you going to make decisions that how your country should be run? Because they're, they're going to vote. Let's let's make free beer for everyone. At sixteen, you can vote to send eighteen-year-olds to war. So if you if you are not eligible for the draft, then you, you can't possibly engage in a democratic process that would make decisions that would make that draft. Uh, 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 come into play, right? Um, so there are just some real questions with HR1 that are, are scary for the future of our it, country if it were to pass. It's scary and it's also very telling about what the left is trying to do. I think they know that unless they cheat really big, they're not going to win in 2020. And they cheated really big in, I mean, I'm sorry, 2022. They cheated really big in 2020. That's how come they got caught. And nobody wants to talk about that. But they want to keep bringing this up, and there's only one reason to do this. They want to make legal what they did illegally. And uh, the American people need to wake up, or or this country is is lost. And I have hope. I'm not a doom and gloomer. But it's going to take more than one man in a White House to fix it. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. And we will be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe. 
our great writers. And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212 That's 800-378-3212 CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? Looking to have your business reaching out from sea to shining sea? Advertise with CSC Talk Radio. Believe in your product? Let Beth Ann be your personal spokesperson to properly brand your product and company. It's simple, easy, and affordable. Grow your business. Grow common sense. And together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send email to Beth at CSCTalkRadio.com. Friends, I want to talk to you very frankly about the increasing civil unrest we're seeing these days. You can't turn on the news without hearing about more riots, violence, looting, killing, lawlessness, and mayhem. Sadly, I think the worst is yet to come, and the crescendo will be quite painful. However, I want to focus your attention on what you can do to survive. Priority one in times like these is to make sure you have enough food to eat. If you know me, you know I fully endorse My Patriot Supply. They're the only source I personally use and trust to get through the tough times ahead. Right now, you can save $100 off a four-week emergency food supply kit of delicious, nutritious meals the whole family will love. Go to preparewithbethann.com to get your food kits today. The future is so uncertain. I urge you to go to preparewithbethann.com and get ready now. That's preparewithbethann.com Hi, this is Beth Ann. The inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt so soft in the store, but then when you got it home and tried to use it, it wasn't absorbent at all? That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. I know, it's mind-blowing. Towels that actually will dry you. They're debuting the MyPillow six-piece towel set that includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can buy one and get one free with the promo code BETHANN. Go to MyPillow.com now and click on the radio listener special. MyPillow products come with a 10-year warranty with their 60-day money-back guarantee. To get your buy one, get one free MyPillow towel set, go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code BETHANN, or call at 1-800-978-6168. 
That's MyPillow.com and the promo code is Bethann. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, while we were on the break, Rudy sent me this, uh, an article that I wanted to kind of mention. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I also want to say happy birthday to Rudy. He's working on his birthday today, and uh, so we're glad he's here. And uh, I'm not telling my age, but he caught up with me today. But, Daniel, here this is. This is uh, from, uh, what do they call that? Uh, the World Economic Forum. Scientists are building a digital twin of the Earth to fight climate change. The European Union has launched two programs to become climate neutral, whatever that means, by 2050. Does that mean we just only have pretty weather every day? The, the Green Deal and the digital strategy. Alongside this, this their 10-year Destination Earth initiative will involve creating a digital twin of the Earth to map climate development. The digital model will also be used to predict how certain scenarios would affect Earth and create effective solutions against climate change. Well, you know, that digital Earth is only going to be as accurate as the information they put in it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, garbage in, garbage out. That's what's going to happen. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but I got a big kick out of that. If, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, of when I right before I came on your show, I had texted you that article uh, that that talked about how prepare for February, which will be the the warmest February on record, and what this means for climate change. And then we saw what happened in the month of February, <laughs> and we got a good joke, a good chuckle out of that to say they were wrong. A, a couple days out, they were wrong. Now, having looked at the whole data from the month of February. Uh, it is considered to be the coldest February uh, in the last 30 years. That's longer than AOC has been alive, so it is the coldest February of her lifetime that a week before it happened, no one predicted. In fact, they predicted the exact opposite. So this little digital platform, I am excited to see what predictions they have for it, because if they can predict a couple days ahead, how are they going to predict 5, 10, 15, 30 years in the future? Well, you know, they're kind of like... It doesn't matter what they predict. It's all forgotten, you know, so they can come up with a new prediction. Nobody's going to remember, you know, when, when, when was it, how many years ago, 20 years ago, that Al Gore predicted the the world was going to end in 10 years? Yeah, exactly. And, and, I don't know how long ago. It was, it was a lot more than 10. Yeah, there's always been a, a large frustration I've had in the public policy space where, where where political perspectives, and I am a political person, and I willingly admit it, and I like to think um, I'm better than the people I'm accusing right now, and hopefully I am. You are. But there is an unwillingness to recognize success when it when it happens. Uh, Friday's job numbers were great, right? I, I don't want oh, yeah. to see job numbers bad in America. I want to see America get back to employment because I love my country. And, and um, now when we surpass where we were in uh, a year ago, well, then I'll tell you, you know, I'll, I'll eat humble pie. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but right now, all we're doing is recovering to get back to what good looked like under the previous administration. In the same line, why can we never talk about successes that happen in nature, like the fact that we have cut emissions tremendously over the past four years in this country while increasing our oil and gas? 
of production. We just don't talk about it. It's a great success, but we don't talk about it. Here's another little success. Do you remember five years ago, and I'm getting ready to write an op-ed on this, five years ago one of the biggest stories constantly in the news was the California droughts. And we saw all those photos of their reservoirs down to basically nothing. And they were told not to water their plants, use their, water their lawn, shower no more than, you know, once every other day. That's completely reversed. All of their reservoirs are back to 100% capacity right now. What happened? Well, climate change. That's what happened. Because the climate always changes. It was terrible that California was in that drought for a while, but nothing humanity did change that drought. We are a little bit at the mercy of Mother Nature, and rather than admit that, we pretend five years ago, well, we are causing this drought and this is the new normal, but then when the drought is gone, we don't acknowledge what caused it to end. So these crazy weather like we see in Texas, extreme cold, extreme heat, we'll never be able to control nature. And it's just hubris to think that our actions are going to somehow prepare us for a better future um, and we can control the weather, we can control the climate in any way. It's just absolute hubris of a godless people. Well, you know, I think Mother Nature watched Looney Tunes and she has a great humor, great sense of humor. I don't always like her sense of humor like in February. I didn't care for that. But I'm thinking she was laughing at these people. She just trying to predict what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, we, we can't listen to them because they're, they have an agenda. It isn't about saving the earth. And it never has been about saving the earth. I, I, there are a few people that are, are, are gone down that. They've been fooled long enough to go down that track. But, uh, the people that are actually pushing that agenda, they don't believe it for one second. They don't live it and they don't believe it. No. No, and that's why this is all, and that's why they, they don't reflect it in their personal life. And, and this is one of the things I repeat over and over again, that if you don't in your personal life live what you want government to mandate, I have to live in mine, then you are a, a tyrant and you're someone I should fear. You're probably someone I should fight. I mean, fight politically, fight whatever, but, but, but you are a threat to me. And so when you are... Leonardo DiCaprio, John Kerry, uh, Prince Charles, or even Prince Harry, you know, who's in the <laughs> yeah, news and is a huge environmentalist. Yeah. You know, they want the government <laughs> to pass laws that reflect how I live, how I travel, what I eat, but they don't follow those laws in their personal life. They are exempted from it, and that that is a really scary prospect that, that – if, if you think this is so serious, heck, I'll talk more about this, Beth Ann, in the month of April, but April 12th, they are having this huge climate gathering in Washington, D.C., because Joe Biden wants that photo op with him and all the world leaders, and they're going to talk about the climate battle and what they can do and how America's going to lead the charge. I would just like to know why can't you all jump on a big Zoom call? Your governments have shut down all of our jobs. You tell us we have to Zoom. You tell our school kids they have to Zoom. Why don't you idiots have to Zoom? Why do you all get to travel on these carbon-emitting jets? I can't wait to see how many of them are private jets. Why do you all have to gather together in Washington, D.C., stay at fancy hotels, go to dinners, big ball, big, you know, gala dinners, and 
why can't you just do a big teleconference? It would be greener, but they don't want it. It's not about being green. Well, it's I'm not even power. sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sarcastic here, and it's really sad. But I'm not even sure our president could pick out a Crayola green no. out of the Crayola box. No, he and, will uh, be very little involved in that conference. He will give some opening remarks, extremely brief, and they will shuffle him off camera very, very quickly. And it is um, sad. The whole world is seeing this, and it is sad. The whole world is seeing it, and, and we're all just supposed to pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Don't pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. And, uh, Daniel, I hear the music. It's always great to have you on. I just appreciate you so, so much. It is the fastest hour. Powerthefuture.com. Visit that. I want to know as soon as you get your op-ed out. Let me know. Uh, Powerthefuture.com. Help him. You donate. He's saving. He's trying to do his very best to save our energy and put some common sense back into it. And we got to fight the greeny weenies. That's all there is to it because they've got a foothold and they've, they, they're doing some damage. Thank you, Daniel, so much for all that you do to help us all bring America home. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little I was taught that smoking was wrong and in school from a very young age I was taught that smoking was not acceptable. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think smoking for everybody, no matter what you say, leads to other things because it just opens the door wider and wider. Other studies have found that if you don't smoke in high school, you probably never will. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped and having the faith in God while I was raised and knowing that there would always be somebody there for me has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Do you want to fix America's police and take the country back in the process? If you answered yes, then CSPOA needs you. CSPOA.org, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, is an organization comprised of citizens, sheriffs, police, and other government officials. We are taking America back sheriff by sheriff, county by county, and state by state. And we need you. Over 300 sheriffs constitutionally trained. We teach public servants the Constitution and need your help. Become a part of the solution today at CSPOA.org. Are you a business owner who offers high-quality products, services, or solutions? Do you love America and want your business to support a freedom-loving cause that will help defend the Constitution? Well, if the above describes your company, then I want to connect you with my loyal and like-minded listeners. Contact me at RestoreTheRepublicShow.com, and I will personally consult with you to build a sponsorship package that will grow your business. Support a message of freedom and become a sponsor of the Restore the Republic Show today. Together, we will restore the republic. 